Welcome to Canada's Real Estate Podcast, your compass to all things real estate. And now, here's your hosts, Carla Brown and Adrian Schultz, Canada's real estate experts. Okay, in today's episode, we're going to talk about something that most people might find boring, but this is a really important topic when it comes to the world of real estate. And that is insurance and making sure that you are not underinsured and doing that in, I guess, looking at the pro of the low premium. And, you know, it's kind of like sparkle sweater syndrome because you, you haven't even noticed that I've been where I'm wearing my sparkly sweater today for a Christmas party. And I was totally thinking you were going to come on today and comment about that, Adrian. No, and I'm impressed that you said Christmas party. So many people hold back now and say holiday party or seasonal party. So thank you for standing your ground and saying yeah. you're having a Christmas party. I too am going to a Christmas party. Yeah, so, and I, I mentioned this before the episode, every single year I become hypersensitive to uh, insurance premiums as it pertains to renewals. And, and this could be for your primary residence. This could be for your investment property, for commercial property insurance. It doesn't matter. The, the, real the, estate in general, yeah. Real estate in general. So, you know, if we go back to when, when we last purchased a piece of real estate, we contacted an insurance broker, we gave them the relevant property details, they came back with a premium. Many of us don't even question were there other quotes and we know just inherently that majority of the time the broker is giving us the insurance offering from the lowest cost provider because they know that's what people want. I want the lowest cost insurance. Well, here's the thing. Rarely is the lowest cost of property insurance the best quality of insurance. Yeah. Why does that matter? What if I told you, Carla, that if something happened to your house today, if it burned down and you put in a claim, you could be 40, 50% short for the cost to rebuild. Would that make you think about insurance differently? Oh, 100%. And that's the reality is that we just don't think enough about it. So this is like a really timely time, I think, to, to be bringing it up and, and talking about so people can kind of do their annual assessment of what they what they have. I've seen it like in our property management side with so many investors where we've had an insurance claim where they have been either underinsured or they've chosen a low provider and did not disclose that it was a rental property. I won't even go, I won't even tell the horror stories that go along with that. Yeah. And because we ask for insurance, but I mean, we do say you need to ensure that you're insured, especially when people are converting from where they're living and now they're converting it to a rental that now you have to advise your insurance company that this is now a rental. And then the other one is they've chosen the lowest rate that actually gave the highest deductible. And then they're not happy because now they have a high deductible to pay when there's an insurance claim. And instead they're like, well, what could we just kind of fix up so I wouldn't have to go through insurance? Well, I've used this on other podcasts. I'm not like, let's not just put lipstick on a pig. We need to like fix the problem, right? It's like, you just don't like kind of fix insurance claims. Let's just go through the basics of property insurance. And that is when you purchase an insurance policy, you're paying either the annual premium at once or you're splitting it into monthly payments. But what, what many people don't realize is the first 20%, approximately 20% of that premium is your 
insurance broker's commission. So if you have a $1,000 annual premium, that's extremely low, of course, but let's use that for conversation. 200 goes to the broker as a commission. Approximately. Let's let's not lump them all into one just in case. I don't want the insurance brokers to come back on this episode. So. Yeah, no, 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 no. But this is an estimate and this is just based on industry known averages. Here's the other thing. Most insurers, the actual company insuring the property, they're also seeking, give or take, about a 20% margin on that policy. That's how they operate their business and part of that becomes profit. Certainly not all of it. That leaves give or take, an estimated 60% of the premium goes into a bucket, right? So that if and when there's ever a claim, this money bucket is what serves and it's invested, but that's what's used to serve claims. Mm -hmm. So knowing that there's 20 and 20, that's 40% of premium is already leaving. That only leaves 60% of the premium to actually service claims, right? Why do they have a higher deductible? It's to prevent claims usage, right? The benefit is you have then a lower premium. You have a higher premium, I might have a lower deductible, but the wording of these policies is what's so key because some may only insure a set amount where it's it's capped. And that's very common with with low-cost insurance products. Whereas others, they have the cost to rebuild, But they also have this extra, it's called a rider or extra language in the policy that allows for cost of construction increases that are unknown at the time. For example, you know, new construction costs have increased significantly over the last two or three years because of the demand. And if you bought your policy three years ago and your cost to rebuild was X, it's changed a lot. And if you had that low cost policy, you could have a, it's called a, a gap of insurance, right? Where you may not have coverage. So number one, when you're talking to your broker, ask them, how is this policy better or worse than others? And ask them, is this the best quality of insurance I can buy? And if not, you know, show me the options. And many insurance brokers out there will provide you what's called a disclosure document where they actually show you a list of the different insurers that they approached to give you that quotation. So then you can go through those no different than a mortgage broker will go through the different lender and product options with you. So I would really encourage you to dig a little bit deeper than just the premium. And again, make sure that you don't have gaps of coverage. Yeah. You said something really, well, you said lots of things that were interesting and valuable there. But one thing that you said was when you're speaking to your broker, uh, a lot of insurance companies have moved very much online and we're all in this world about speed and convenience. And I'm all for like going online and checking rates. But when you go to secure the policy, it's worth a phone call for the largest thing that you're actually trying to protect. Um, I know I have a really good friend that's in the insurance business and um, my insurance policies are with her. And she, calls me every year and every other year or a minimum of every third year, we sit down and we do like this deep dive into the insurance policy. And it's kind of like, oh my God, do I, am I really going to spend three hours talking about my insurance? And she's like, yes, you are. Cause she's incredibly passionate about protecting her clients and I get it. And, and so we go through it line by line. And sure enough, every time we do that, 
I make some adjustments. And I'm talking about our commercial insurance as well. So, you know, it is pretty intense. There's a lot of things that we're covering there, but it's really worth that conversation so that you truly understand what you are protecting. Don't don't just go the low route because you will be sorry if something happens. I personally see it on an, like on a regular basis. Throughout the year, I definitely have a handful of clients who are in a situation where there is an insurance claim and they're not happy that they're dealing with things that the, the way they are. You know, tenant insurance, pretty simple, right? How much is the value of your contents? But when you're coming to your your residential and your investment properties, it requires you to go a little bit deeper. Yeah. The final thing I would say, and many people don't realize this, even I didn't realize it until recently, is that number one, Canadian insurers are very regulated. So from that perspective, we can take comfort that the government is playing a role in protecting all of us that live here. But there are different grades or different quality of insurers And that can mean a variety of things. It can mean how liquid are they? It can mean what is their claims response just generally, right? Statistically, because you want great insurance when you have a claim, right? All of a sudden, the fact that it would have cost you an extra one or $200 a year doesn't matter anymore because they showed up two hours later for your flood or whatever it was. Not like three weeks. I've seen that. Oh, yeah. Or or some of these direct-to-consumer online insurers, insurers, right, where you go direct to the insurance companies and they say to put in a claim, you have to go into the portal. Yeah. Well, gosh, if your house is burning, it's really hard to log into a portal. You want to have a broker to talk to on the phone, be it local, be it a national broker. But there's definitely value in working with a seasoned insurance professional to ensure that you and your family and your assets are adequately covered. 100%. Now that's real estate in Canada. Thanks for listening to Canada's Real Estate Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating. The content shared is for informational purposes and reflects the opinions of the hosts. Connect with us online at Canada's Real Estate Podcast.ca. Today's episode is brought to you by Century 21 Canada, the gold standard in real estate. Explore listings, find an agent, and get advice at www.c21.ca.